You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're as cold as ice. You're willing to sacrifice our love. All right, everyone, emergency episode time. If you haven't heard or are living under a rock, the Rangers waved Tony D'Angelo after an incident on Saturday following the overtime loss to the Penguins. There's a lot to digest here, but we're going to do our best to give our thoughts and opinions. I certainly know that I had quite a lot of thoughts on this, Kyriakos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now you did. And I mean, I think any Ranger fan would, right? Yeah, um, it's quite the birthday for you, huh? <laughs> Happy birthday, Kyriakos. Thank you, thank you. Say thank goodbye you. to Tony D'Angelo on your birthday. There's your, there's your gift. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know if it's the greatest gift, but I guess uh, you take them as they come, right? But yeah, I don't know. There's been a lot of people on either side of this. It's been a crazy 24 hours for everyone, uh, especially Tony, I would assume. But uh Why don't you walk us through what happened first? So, okay. There's been lots and lots of conflicting reports on Twitter, on online, and anywhere you go to, wherever you follow your Rangers news. The first thing I want to say is the only people you should be listening to for rumors and reports are Vince Mercogliano, Colin Stevenson, and the big NHL analysts. Do not trust anyone else. You could also trust us. (laughs) <laughs> if you paid attention to us, we barely said anything about this. Like on Twitter, we didn't we didn't tweet about it. We didn't tweet about it because there is about 15 different people saying like 11 different things or whatever. He did this. This happened. Such and such happened. And a lot of it was just simply not true. And th- there's there's a line that that was crossed. And uh, Tony definitely did something wrong, but. And he's going to pay. The, he's paying the price for it. It's just a fact. He is. He's. He's not on the Rangers anymore. Jeff Gordon said it in his press conference. He played his last game as a Ranger. You do not need to ruin his what little reputation he has now. He's done. He's pretty much a dead man. Not. Not really a dead man, but like, he's done. Leave it alone. You do not need to go after him for something that compl- that definitely did not happen. But anyway. Right. And yeah, I guess I guess that's why that's why we were kind of hesitant to post as well. It's because like so many conflicting things coming out, and we don't want to fuel any sort of fire um, that might not be true. You know what I mean? Um, and obviously, we had him on the show, we had him on our podcast as well, so like we knew him on a personal level somewhat. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, no, I that's this is why I feel the way I do. I feel this is it's a very sucky feeling. It's just. I feel so bad. Yesterday, um, at the time of recording, this is uh, this is Monday. Yesterday on Sunday, I just I was so glum and I was so depressed. Like I love the guy, but at the same time, what he did was not good. It was just not good. It's unacceptable. So what happened was, um, in overtime, there was a moment where the puck went behind the net, 
Georgiev went out to play it. And D'Angelo also had uh, a shot at the puck. He could have gotten the puck and cleared it. He probably, he definitely had a better chance to clear the puck than Georgiev. I don't know why Georgiev played it. Crosby did get in the way in between. Georgiev ended up sending the puck around the boards back to the Penguins. And about 10 seconds later, Crosby ends up scoring the overtime goal. It was week one, but, you know, it, it happened. And, and the Penguins won. And then afterwards, Georgiev was sitting on the bench, I think. Uh, this was taken from Elliot Friedman's podcast. I listened to it. It's good. The 31 Thoughts podcast, whatever it's called. Um, he was saying that Georgiev was on the bench. He's a very competitive player, and he does not take losing lightly. He hates to lose as any competitive player would. That's what they said on his podcast. And D'Andre goes up to him and he makes a sarcastic comment and Georgiev lost it. You can't do that. You can't do that, man. It's just, you can't, it's just not the right thing to do. You know what I mean? And what, what happened was there was an incident and we don't know who broke it up. There was reports that Miller, Keandre Miller broke it up. Um, Chris Kreider punched D'Angelo in the face that didn't happen. It, it never happened. We all th- had our thoughts. I thought Kreider punched him in the face because he had a bruised knuckle in the interview. I was surprised that Miller did it, but he, that like when I saw that report, because he's a rookie and I wouldn't expect him to get involved like that. Um, but it doesn't matter who broke it up. The point is that it happened and it made me think like, you know, this team's def- dysfunctional and it's not going well. This team is not ready to, to I mean- win. And, I mean, talking from experience, I've been on a lot of losing teams throughout my years in hockey. Mm -hmm. And, like, goalies give up bad goals. Goalies make bad plays. And there's definitely been times where guys have chirped off to the goalie after games. And they've had verbal altercations, sometimes even physical, like this one. Um, But I just just think it, it happens. You know, it happens. Stuff happens. People get into fights. You get over them. In this case, though, it, it came down to Tony had problems in the past. Mm-hmm. Tony had problems in the beginning of the season. He was scratched um, after the first game, taking an undisciplined penalty. And it was this was kind of the last straw for him. And Gordon said that um, in, the, uh, in that conference that, look, we told him if his name comes up one more time, if he causes us any more problems, you're going to be put on waivers. And – it just so happened that <laughs> he wasn't – he didn't put his head down and, and he came out in a headline like this again, and it had to be done. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the Rangers couldn't go back on their word. Gordon couldn't have gone back on his word. No ma- Even though he probably kind of wanted to bite his tongue after that because he doesn't want to put a 50-point defenseman on waivers. But I think in the back of his head, he also knew that he wasn't going to be claimed because I think if you look at the statistics or the uh, – the cap space, I think only four teams uh, had the cap space to afford his contract. So it's not going to work. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think he would have gotten claimed either way, which is why I think that they kind of took that chance doing it. But he, he, he gave D'Angelo, like D'Angelo's future was in his hands. Like he told him, you come out with another headline, you do something stupid again, and you're going to be not on the Rangers. That's it. Yeah. You're done. You're done. So, I mean, his past is his past. I mean, like you, you told me this yesterday. Um, like D'Angelo has problems in his past. We all know mm-hmm. that. And last season, he was a completely different person, you would think. 
he was in a lot of social media campaigns with the Rangers. Right. He didn't, uh, nothing came up like any racial slurs, anything like that. Um, and he seemed like a completely different guy. He had well one behaved. of the best, well, yeah, well behaved. He had one of the best seasons on the ice as well. Um, so we thought all that was behind him. Um, I don't know. I really can't talk too much about his antics on social media because I don't really think he did much. I think it was just kind of like, I, I guess people got mad when he got off Twitter because of them banning Trump. Yeah. Other than that, I don't, I don't think he's really said anything. I might be wrong, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's an unfortunate for the Rangers. I mean, a lot of, the, okay. First off the people coming out, all these reporters coming out and saying, Oh, like the Ranger, like screw the Rangers for dealing with him for so long. Like what, like, first of all, if you look at the NHL, probably if you look at any organization, any, any team in any sport, they have players that are PR nightmares. Might not be in the way that Tony D'Angelo is, but look at, look at, uh, I forget that one. Uh, is he a football player? He, he gets suspended like every other week for smoking weed. Oh, and, Josh Gordon? Yeah, Josh Gordon. Yeah. Antonio like, Brown. Yeah, and Antonio Brown too. Like, like what are you going to come at those teams as well for like signing these guys? Like, I, I don't know. It's, it, it, I don't know why it all, like, it, it needed to be such a negative, negative, like, everyone just coming at Tony. Like, there's so many other players you could go off, but I don't know. It, it's unfortunate. Um, Hopefully he find they find a, a someone that's willing to make a trade because I'm not I really don't want to get nothing out of this. Yeah, because <laughs> no. that would be terrible. Yeah, you can't get nothing for a fifty point defenseman. If you're gonna go after somebody, go after Patrice Cormier. That piece of shit elbowed Vitaly Kravtsov in the head, and he possibly gave him a concussion. I yeah. hope to God that he's okay because he's and- having an outstanding season in the KHL, and I could not ask for anything more from that kid. He's doing great, and I can't wait to see him play. Yeah, and and I don't know. You said he had some some uh, shadows in his past as well, but I don't know. It's it's unfortunate news. That's all I could say. I don't even know what else to say. <laughs> you know, this we when we put our post out on Instagram, I was very surprised by a lot of people's takes. It was very very well thought out i guess you could i think it's better. only because it was on instagram if we posted it on twitter we would have got completely different reactions i think yeah. people are very cutthroat on twitter on, on twitter like these people they just they see a headline written by anyone and they believe it verbatim and they, yeah. they believe it word for word and they just don't question it and it's just like and then when it's just reported that is 100 not true they're like uh this does not compute uh they said it was true though it was a racial issue like like can you like be an, an intellectual and think for yourself and not have a headline speak for you yeah please think Please think before you you make an opinion. Yeah. Like you don't need to kill. You don't need to bury him even further. D'Angelo is done on the Rangers. There's no coming back. That's it. He's done. Watch him. Watch him. With our luck, he's gonna go to the Flyers and he's gonna like score in the shootout to make it to over to make it to the playoffs. Just like and ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. One one thing I wanted to say. Um, like like Gordon and Davidson said, I think they talked about how Keandre Miller was roped into all this, and it's unfortunate that a rookie coming into the season, like having a, an amazing season so far, um, having to deal with this, and 
it, okay, first off is the, the let's talk about the the goal, the his first NHL goal mm-hmm. puck. Okay. That was that was the, the gift that came out or whatever, the video of Tony taking the puck after Keandre scored, right? Right. That's that's what okay, if you look at Lafreniere's goal, Blackwell right away doesn't even celebrate, goes and grabs the goal for Lafreniere. Like yeah. that's what that's what the veteran guys do. They you you make sure that you get the puck, right? Mm-hmm. People were saying, I think just because of they wanted to make it a race issue. They wanted exactly. to bury him even more. They came out and said, oh, he took his puck, not giving it to trainers. With, 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 if, if, if they had evidence for it, fine. Go ahead and say it. If you had even the slightest evidence, go ahead and say it. But they, they had nothing. And one, one thing that's a little, bit, a little bit weird, though, is um, they said that, I, f- I forget who came out and said it on Twitter, but they were like, because of COVID, the Rangers weren't able to have their head social media guy on the trip with the oh, team, right? I didn't know this. Did you? Okay, so so they were saying they weren't able to have some social media guy with them on the okay. on the Buffalo trip, and because of that, um, they said Keandre was tight about the loss because they lost the game that he scored, mm-hmm. and th- like they were all disheartened about the loss, and he didn't want to take a picture with his puck. So DeAndre said that. No, no. Somebody, somebody came out said that the social media guy wasn't there, and Keandre was mad about losing, so they didn't go ahead and ask him to take a picture because oh, they thought because it, the it would guy be wasn't there. because he wasn't there and he didn't push for it because he like the trainers knew that he was mad or whatever and didn't want to push it. You know what I mean? That might be a little bit fake. I don't know, but but mm. then but then the next game Lafreniere scores right, and then I mean, they took a picture and they took a picture with him. I mean, he, he, they did win the next game, so I guess that might play a factor in it. But I think, I think either way, when a, when a kid scores his goal, you always see that picture, right? We're getting – okay, this is what we call a conspiracy theory, friends. This is a conspiracy theory. Yeah. There's no evidence to prove that D'Angelo took the puck. Where was he going to put it? Did he hide it in his pants, in his yeah. back pocket? Yeah. Did the, he throw the, it into the crowd? I, I'm sure we would have seen it. Lisa yeah, Anderson didn't get away with throwing the silver medal into the crowd. So D'Angelo is <laughs> not going to get away with throwing the puck into the crowd with, with the cardboard people. Yeah. Um, he definitely 100% gave it to the, to the equipment manager. John Davidson said so himself. And if you don't believe him, you're an idiot because he is the team president and all matters directed to him. He is yeah. the man up there for, for the Rangers. <laughs> he's the man up there. Anything that happened, I'm sure, I'm sure that when that happened, David Quinn uh, with the with the altercation with D'Angelo and Georgiev, um, went straight to Gorton and and uh, and John Davidson, and told them what happened, and they sorted everything out. Mm-hmm. They would know more than anyone. There is no way that D'Angelo took the puck on purpose to fulfill some false narrative of racism, to fulfill these people's needs that there needs to be a race issue in everything. I don't understand why they do this. I don't get it. That's a conspiracy theory. The people that say that there's voter fraud, it's not a conspiracy theory because there is some evidence for that. I'm not getting into politics, but there is some evidence. This has no evidence. This is just coincidental. Just like with Kreider in the interview, he had, he had a bruised knuckle. He wasn't involved in the fight. He got into a fight earlier in the game. It was a scrum. 
Right, but see, but there was evidence to say that, so it was right. okay to say it's that. It's misleading. Oh, maybe, they, maybe. they create these these. They they lead you into thinking something that's not true, and then they they're just like, oh yeah, and then all these people believe it. And well, stuff. well, with the with the Kreider thing, it's like you you couldn't have known if it was from that or something else, and they kind of just like got there, like someone said it, and then they just ran with it. So I mean, that's just that's not even like someone trying to like push something. That's just like that's just how it went, but. I don't I also it's it's weird to me that Georgiev kind of blew up at him because he seems like a nice guy. I've heard uh, some some reports that D'Angelo and Georgiev don't get along well and I'm just like I mean maybe when is that ever when is that why is that a thing now? Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I don't think that's really that true. And I don't think that's true either. DQ even came out and said Tony was a well liked guy by the team like he was a good most popular guy in the rangers locker which is which and then i saw someone tweet someone replied to it and was like oh is does your does your uh does the most guy does the most liked guy in the locker room get punched in the face (laughs) after a loss like wow i mean i don't know it's that's just i don't know i'm gonna read one of the thoughts from our uh our post and i think this summed it up really well um let me find who wrote it it was a underscore McPartland. All he right. says, personally, I liked him as a player. Sucks to see this happen. New York Rangers knew he was a head case when they acquired him and they took a risk. I also think this could be the beginning of showing that DQ is losing the locker room and that's not good with all these young players with huge talent. Hope I'm wrong and they string together a few wins in the coming weeks. Hashtag let's go Rangers. 14 likes uh, on the comment currently. Oh, wow. Um I was surprised by the amount of people that said DQ is losing the locker room. And yes, I get it. And there's also no captain. So that means there's not as much, there's no leadership. When I say no leadership, think about it. No Hank, no stall. Who's the next, who's the next most experienced on the team? Zabanajad, Panarin? Cried. Kreider. Kreider. Exactly. You need to name a captain. And I think that's important. I don't think it's D- David Quinn's fault. Not at all. I don't think it's David Quinn's fault. But I think um, some, I think part of it is that they're for, they're frustrated with losing, and he needs to realize this. Quinn needs to do a better job of, you know, making the making it a family. Right. These guys are supposed to be your brothers. I, right. Aren't you like that with your guys in in your locker? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I see. Bobby's those guys Bobby's more your than teammate, I, right? We always yeah. chirp, but we do it in good faith. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, and we all know. I mean, yeah, you get you get into fights with your teammates, but you get over them, you know. And I don't, I don't really think it's it's that big of an issue, honestly, because I mean, these guys they go through so much together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, short season, um, they're they're playing a lot of games. They're seeing each other. I mean, in a normal season, they would see each other every day, anyways. But I mean, you get into fights. It happens. You just got to move on, and and you only get you only become stronger as friends and as teammates. Um, when these things happen and you, you come out on the other side of them. Yeah. So like going back to what the guy said, uh, it's yeah. Like you said, it sucks that this happened. He's a great player. I like, I loved him. 50 point defenseman don't grow on trees. I say it all the time. Rangers haven't had one since Leach. And, and that was Leach in way well past his prime. You know, they have, you could say, you could argue. Yes, they have Fox. They have Fox, but, why not have two offensive defensemen that could score 50 points? Some teams struggle to get one. I've never seen this. I've been watching the Rangers for over 10 years. You've been watching them for longer. 
Yeah. And you haven't seen a 50-point defenseman. Right. I know that for a fact because I don't think you were watching Leach, were no, you? No way. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. See? So <laughs> one one thing about the locker room, too, is I think, which which David Quinn can help with, is the mentality coming out of a loss. And I think because of the expectations for this team were so high going into the season, when they did, didn't come out as they thought they were, had a couple losses, tensions were high. And I'm sure David Quinn, tensions were high with him as well. I'm sure he wasn't happy at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he controlled he, – he handled the losses as well as he probably should have. And this is all speculation here. I don't know what's going on in the locker room. I don't know what he tells his players, but this is what it seems to me. Because the coach's mentality is what, what, what is shown in the players, right? Like the coach is, is the head of the locker room and he's the guy that dictates how the, his players' morale goes. So if, you're com- if your coach comes in after a loss and just like, ream, like reams on you, gets mad at you, um, and says all of this is wrong. All you, everything you ever do is wrong. This sucks. What are you guys doing? We should be playing better. That's it's not going to go well. When a coach right. comes in, and says yes, we lost. We had a tough game. You have to realize that none of us played well, but we have to put this one behind us and get to the next one. That's all you could do at that point. Mm-hmm. If you just think about your losses, it's going to eat you alive, and tensions are going to get high, and people are going to start getting mad, and they're going to start fighting each other. Like what happened? You have to look. You lose games, it's going to happen, but it's how you bounce back from them is what actually matters. And that's what the Rangers need to do. You lose a game, yes, it sucks. Be mad at yourself. Be mad at your teammates, yes. But you have to come out the next game, put it behind you, and and just do it again. Push forward. Yeah, push forward. That's how you got to do it. And I think they understand that now, hopefully. And uh, we'll see some better games ahead. Yeah, they definitely played extremely well tonight and they got to keep pushing forward and hopefully they could string a couple W's together because they, Lord knows they definitely need it. Uh, That locker room could use some happiness in there. Yeah. And believe me, it's a lot more happy environment when you're winning. I can tell you that Mm -hmm. everything's, everything's good when you're winning all fine and dandy yellow brick road. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's unfortunate because they play in such a difficult division uh, right. They have like the three-headed monster of the Flyers, the Capitals, and the Bruins. Mm-hmm. And, and supposedly the Penguins to us. No, the <laughs> Penguins are just, I don't know how they're good. The, the good players are their forwards. That's it. Crosby, Dude, Malkin, Gens- Gens- Gensel, Gensel, and Rust. <laughs> Dude, and I hate Tanev. I watched him play tonight. Brandon Tanev is a good that. hockey player. I Let hate him. You, he's a damn good hockey player. I, I he reminds me a lot of Zuccarello for some reason. Yeah, his game is yeah. all over the ice, everywhere. Right. Defense, offense, like he makes something happen. At, like pretty much almost every time he's out there, he's a good player. I I criticized the signing at first, six years for a guy that's gonna play he like got, he got minutes. a crap ton of money, right? A lot of years on the team. A lot for of years depth, for like a guy on your bottom six. It's a lot of money, or that's a lot of years. The term's long, but. This guy, this guy knows what he's doing. He's a good player. Don't don't be fooled by that. Yeah, no, nah, you're a good hockey player. You can tell when you watch him play. It's just I hate him. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, I have to admit, he's a hard nosed player, and I hate when he's on the ice. <laughs> but if if I'm a Penguins fan, I love that guy. But if you missed it, 
Brett Howden beats Sidney Crosby on a face-off. Unbelievable. <laughs> Promote him in the first line center. Zibanejad down <laughs> in the fourth line. <laughs> Zibanejad had a better game today, I got to say. Yeah. He had still, a better, much better game. He yeah. still needs to get back in his rhythm. Yeah. Uh, Thank God for Panarin, man. Dude, that was mad funny at the end. Tries to give it to Strom. Yeah. Work. He's like, he tried to be this. a nice guy, and then he's just like, all right, fuck you. I'm yeah, taking it this. myself. I- this i gotta pad my stats <laughs> i gotta pad my stats for fantasy one crazy one crazy stat they showed it during the game was the only the only there's only four players to score more points than panarin after 400 games 400 games yeah that's crosby malkin ovechkin and mcdavid which is elite company elite company if i gotta say so myself so Panarin's just amazing he learned from the best. He learned from Kane. He's just like another Patrick Kane. Nah, he's better, bro. No, nah, I'm think, I don't know. Nah, nah, I, I love Kane, man. No, nah, I mean, Kane has digressed a little bit. But, he's older uh, now, but yeah. Kane uh, no, no, he's he's amazing. He prime, was, prime time he was, Showtime, is that what they call him? Showtime? Yeah, yeah, Showtime and Captain Serious. Captain Serious. That's uh, Taves. But um, wait, oh, to end it off, sadly – Unfortunately for me, Joey beat me in fantasy last week <laughs> by a measly like ten points. Right? What was it? I was I was winning pretty much the whole week, and then yeah, Mc- you were you were up pretty handedly too, like I know by forty. And then McDavid decided to go up the last day, and put up six points in a game. Like, Got a human Jesus cheat code. Christ. Cheated fantasy. Nah, I won the first overall pick. Uh, hang on, week two. Let's see. Final score: United States Baggers two hundred twenty-six, Dogwater two hundred twelve point eight. Yep, that's me, Dogwater. Yep. It's all right. I, I'm. Oh, you're fifth place. I'm seventh place. All right, we got some work it's to do. Games, but... One in one game. One in one. You were talking. You were talking smack to me. You're like, I'm gonna win. Your team yes, sucks. Because... I'm like, bro, I have McDavid. Calm no, down. I, was, I swear, if if McDavid <laughs> had if McDavid had a normal night, like a two three point night, I would have won. Yeah, I, I like bench sure Stam. I, I bench Stamkos. That was a bold move for Kyrou, and Kyrou did really well. And you dropped Farabee, who had a hat trick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then before that, Farabee had like zero, negative one, yep. zero, now, one, Joey, two. It's early in the season, but Joey's looking like the king of of dropping players who are going to go on a tear. So whoever he drops, I'm picking up the next day. I could. I dropped that. D'Angelo. Oh, all right. That was one good move by you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> People are not going to like that. Um, but, yeah, is there any thoughts that you have before uh, we wrap it up? Um, No. I mean, I think we got for Saturday's episode. Yeah, once again, hoping hoping Vitaly Kravtsov uh, recovers well. Hopefully he's back kicking ass in the KHL. And R.I.P. Tony D. Yep. <laughs> Rest in peace, Tony D. <laughs> Till next time. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Stay tuned for more New York Rangers info by visiting boysandblue94.com and our Instagram at theboysandblue94. See you all next time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here.